0: all right what's up guys thank you for tuning in to the inside look podcast today we have special guest pro skateboarder beaver Fleming with us thanks so much for joining us glad you came on
1: yeah man appreciate you reaching out to me and stoked to be here trent so i uh, love what you're doing love what you're about and uh excited to bring a word of encouragement and some faith to this
0: yeah, thank you, man. So, since you're a part of Nitro Circus, if you could share with us a little about your story of your career of skateboarding and being a part of Nitro Circus, and a little bit about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, skateboarding really kind of called to me at a young age once I got into it. I grew up in Tennessee where skating wasn't really popular, so I didn't even know what a skateboard was till my brother had the Tony Hawk video game, and I would just sit there and watch him play it and thought it looked incredible, and then, my neighbor had a board, so he kind of showed me a couple things, and immediately, once I stepped on a board, I've been pretty much on one ever since, and just had a passion for it, had a love for it, and just started to develop that thing, and, you know, I love how it's just as you prepare yourself for opportunity as opportunities present themselves to you, so I worked hard, I was diligent, I would skate pretty much every single day after school. Uh, we didn't have skate parks, so my parents built a really awesome ramp in the backyard oh, and nice. basically school would be out. I would go out down there, and then my mom would ring a bell to call me up for dinner um, to get off the ramp so uh, I was out there just okay. working it and, and you know through that doors have opened up I started competing at like the national level amateur and uh would travel around to Florida and Georgia and a few places in the southeast and then had the opportunity I would go to Woodward in the summers which is a massive action sports camp and then they had a school program go on and I was blessed to be able to go there for my senior year of high school and then at that time Travis Pastrana his wife Lindsay was a pro skater so she came up and uh they they hung out, and he saw me skate, throw stuff down, and then immediately invited me on the Nitro Tour, so that's how I kind of got started with them, and it's been a blast ever since. You know, we've been doing tours all over the world, Australia multiple times, New Zealand, all over Europe, Asia, and then competing in South America and stuff, so I've been truly blessed to just, you know, travel the world doing what I love.
0: yeah uh, That's awesome. So, you moved to, what, California, like, right after high school? Yeah. Have- mm-hmm. Yeah? Jeez, that that had been, been like a big transition. Yeah, it was a total yeah.
1: transition. That's where I really started to develop my relationship with God from just being church on a Sunday or Wednesday yeah. night You. Just really, I was like, all right, God, I'm leaving behind everything that I know that's comfortable. I'm leaving behind my family. I'm leaving behind my friends. I'm leaving behind everything that felt like home. And I'm going out on this dream that I have that I knew He had given to me. So I'm like, all right, God, if this is from you, if this is of you, then I got to commit this thing to you. And I love it how in Proverbs it says, commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. And my life is truly a testimony to that truth and um, just committing it and being all in and just uh, seeking to do things with God.
0: Yeah, it's so good. And also, I was reading your book live. And that was that was a really good book and story there. So and also share a little bit about your book and also what life stands for as well. Yeah,
1: so live. Um, ultimately, yeah, I, lo- I love that quote. That's at the beginning that man was created to live not to prepare to live. And, you know, that kind of came through me really pursuing Uh, a life that I dreamed of from being that little kid with a huge dream to travel the world and skate and kind of seeing my friends actually tolerate just a level of life that, you know, brought no passion to their eyes. They didn't wake up just excited for what the day had in store. And so I was like, man, I wanna see people truly live, not just survive. And uh, so that's where I broke it down. I've prayed for a word for the past three years and three years ago, that word for me was live. And so I broke that down. What does that actually look like? And so that means to learn, to inquire, to visualize and execute. So those are basically the four principles. And that year, you'll notice if you've read the book at the back, there's that year life blueprint. And that was exactly what I wrote out and what I used that year. So I had my word live right there. I had the acronym. I had my affirmations. I had the goals I wanted to develop. I had the qualities. I had all that stuff. And so I was like, man, this has transformed my life. I want to share this with other people. And I ended up writing it from a secular point of view because it's all biblical truths, but just – you know, I really have a passion to get into schools. And for right now, you're not able to preach in schools. And so I wanted to be able to kind of be a Trojan horse in there, give them this good stuff, and then just come along. If they know who I am, they know what I do. They know that I'm a strong believer and, uh, you know, with God. And so I wanted to encourage them, kind of lead them to that, like, all right, use these principles that are biblical. And then, after that, you're going to be able to see the fruit of that in your life, and then you're going to be able to develop that relationship, and it's all going to make sense, and your life's going to accelerate at an even faster pace, because you're not only living in congruency, being obedient to the word, but you're letting that word live on the inside of you, so that you can then live it out in this world.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I know that, um I love how you, like, show your faith a lot through skateboarding, because, like, not, not a lot of, like, pro athletes like they say they're christians but not a lot of them like stand out in their faith and like to share it and i've really like looked up to that how you do that and especially i love on your social media your motivation monday i love it yeah love
1: that. that's awesome. so good man. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, man. No, it's been, it's just been so amazing, just all the things that God's blessed me with and done. And I've been grateful to have that perspective. You know, I grew up in a Christian home. And so those values were always instilled to me at a young age, just be grateful for what you have and what God's going to do and kind of be expectant in that too. And just, uh, you know, really work hard, not settle and just trust, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart, not on your own understanding, because I've experienced both ends of that, you know, I've tried to do things on my own and Uh, Just falling flat on my face. And then, you know, I've trusted in the Lord at times when it didn't seem like I should. And, you know, He's blessed me beyond belief in that. And so ultimately, I just learned from experience, you know. And so I'm just continuing to fuel my faith. And it's just been exciting. You know, the word says if you draw near to God, He'll draw near to you. And I've just been drawing so deeply into God that I can't help but share that because the truths and the life that I'm living are just so beyond anything I could have ever asked or imagined. Again, that's a promise he has in Ephesians. And if I'm living that, I want to share that because I know the joy and the peace that I feel and experience each and every day. And that's what I want to give to every single other person. You know, I think it's powerful that All we have is now. All we have is here today. And the Bible talks about how important the day is. And I always say, if you make the most of your day, you'll make the most out of your life. And the way to do that is just to align with your creator, the person that formed you for a reason. You know, it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. What does that even mean? How can we ultimately know ourselves if we don't know the creator of us, you know? And so just developing that relationship and letting him speak into you the things that he says about, you, you know, my plans are to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope in a future. There's just such beautiful scripture that the way God sees us is so much greater than how we even view ourselves sometimes. So I don't want to look at it from a lens of what the world says about me and put a label and a limit on my life. I want to go to a God that has exceedingly a abundantly beyond anything I could ask or imagine see what he says about me and then out of that place I'm able to live in peace you know no matter what the circumstances life's throwing at us I know it's from an eternal perspective and that this life is a vapor and I don't know if I have tomorrow all I know is I have today and if I give my all if I pour into this day then something beautiful is going to come out of that and if I'm lucky enough to have a tomorrow then there's going to be another blessing on the other side
0: that's so good and a question that I like to ask like a lot of athletes I That come on here is how their sport how has it like drawn you closer to your faith God so like so like how has skateboarding helped you grow in your faith and also like how have you used your faith through skateboarding
1: yeah that's a great question and you know I think the biggest spiritual lesson it's taught me and developed my faith is reaping and sowing right it's like you know you're you're sewing into this trick you're trying to do this trick it teaches you cause and effect like hey if you do this trick right you're going to be rewarded by landing that trick by pushing your limits by you know getting consistent at a whole new level like up in your game and if you don't you know you're gonna you're gonna reap uh you know maybe an injury maybe a fall so it's like teaching you to be very aware and be very present you know action sports i think the beautiful thing about them is that you know, they call it extreme, but it really is because you're at a level where the risk is so high. You know, if you're surfing and a wave's crashing down on you, you can get stuck under for a while. You can't be thinking about other things going on. If you're skateboarding and you're not focused on what you're doing, you're going to get wrecked because you need to have all of your being manipulating this board to do what it is that you have in your head that you want to achieve. And so it really taught me one, to be present, but two, you reap what you sow. And so if you're sowing into it with the idea of confidence and commitment, like, all right, if I can, if I can believe this trick's going to work and I give my all to it, nine times out of 10, it's going to work, you know, rather than if you kind of think, yeah, maybe I could, then most of the time you're going to end up bailing or you're going to end up getting wrecked because you're not fully present. You're not fully immersed. You're not fully giving yourself to that trick to skating and so you know also growing up where skateboarding wasn't very popular i skated by myself a lot and so that was a time of meditation for me that was a time to be with god in that place you know to see visions of the future to like tell myself I'm gonna do this trick, even though physically capable, I was nowhere near it. But in my mind, I was already doing it because God was already showing me what I could achieve, what was gonna be possible for me. So in my mind, I was ripping, I was crushing it those first few years I started skating. And then it came to the place where I'd put in the time, i put in the effort, i put in the work to where now I'm actually ripping it. I'm actually doing these tricks that I kind of had thought I was doing or like wanted to do. And so it was just really cool, kind of a cool way for God to just show me like the process of things and to be Mm -hmm. honoring in the process and and find joy in the moment, not looking for it. Like if I land this trick, I'll be happy. No, the process, the doing of the deed, the work in itself, the Mm -hmm. stepping on the board, the dropping in the moment I'm in, that's where peace is because you're in that state of mind of being present.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Like, especially I know how sports like face challenges because that can really like test your faith and really yeah. like, that especially like injuries like getting back in cover and covering you just can like really bring it down and struggling and that's usually when your faith is tested like how mm-hmm. I've gotten this far and like why god why has this happened so like throughout yeah. your career have you ever like had them like challenging
1: times A 100% yeah one of the worst injuries is actually the year I wrote that book and you know what the enemy meant for evil God is going to use for good. I never saw myself being an author, you know, I started doing the motivational speaking because one of my friends that I skate with, you know, she was like, man, you're so inspiring. You're so encouraging. Like you should start just sharing this out more. So I started doing those motivational Mondays and I started doing a little bit more writing and like that stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm setting up for what was going to be one of the best uh, years, you know, I'd finally gotten invited to X games. We were in Australia for a huge nitro circus tour and the day before the first show, the ramp wasn't ready. So we ended up going to the skate park and just working around, wasn't doing anything crazy. Just jumped off my board, went to run out and my knee just buckled on me. And, uh, you know, I picked myself up, got out of the bowl, but like, it just was not right. I shouldn't have been walking on it. And, you know, I think it's powerful. One of the qualities I wanted to develop in myself that year was perseverance. You know, and at James, it talks about the testing of your faith is what develops perseverance. So, this was a huge opportunity for my faith to be tested, though I didn't see it like that immediately. You know, I was praying for a radical healing that my knee would be fully restored, that it'd be back in it in a moment. And 100% God can do that. But I knew that God was going to take me through something deeper, through something bigger, not to take something from me, but to get something to me. And so, I had to position myself to be ready to receive that you know and it's a process god's got a process and that was the opportunity that i had to look out for myself all right maybe i was putting my identity only in skateboarding you know i didn't see this other side of what god was calling me to the side of ministry the side of speaking the side of writing the side of um really developing my faith into a whole new level through the testing of my faith you know i wanted to develop perseverance well here's a great opportunity to do that because you know Each day, I had to look at what was, you know, for the first two weeks, I couldn't walk after surgery, I couldn't bend my knee past here. And so every day, I literally had to be thankful in the moment for that much more bending of my knee, you know, getting it from here to here, to balancing on one leg for the first time to lifting my leg, I'll never forget, I have a video of the first time I was able to lift my leg off the bed I was lying on. Literally all the, the atrophy from the surgery, I couldn't even lift my leg off a of bed. It kind of felt like almost paralyzed at a time. Like physically, I would be thinking about it and it just wouldn't go. And then all of a sudden, like a week and a half after surgery, I lifted up and it was just like, that in itself was a miracle moment, you know? yeah, I wasn't fully restored, yeah, I wasn't radically healed, but in itself, that was a miracle to me, because I'm like, man, okay, if I can do this, I'll be able to get back on my board, and of course, those dark thoughts come, you know, when you can't walk for two weeks, you're like, man, am I going to be able to skate again? Am I going to be able to compete again? Am I going to be able to be at that level again? And that's, again, where, you know, whether you think you can or can't, you're right, and, you know, Having that faith, having that mindset to just continue to press beyond what I can see with my eyes but I know to be true in my mind, in my heart, in my soul, what God's calling me to, I'm going to press beyond this circumstance because I know that there is a promised land on the other side. There is a promise to be prospered on the other side. There is a promise to have a hope and a future on the other side. Despite how bleak my present may look, I've got to be so vision focused on the future that I'm going to allow that to draw me in and what God's calling me to rather than what is in this own day
0: yeah that's so good man gosh that's preaching right there God, love <laughs> that yeah. Yeah, so I want to get on to about Nitro Circus because for a long time like I've always watched Nitro Circus and I've always watched you on there so it was great that I got to have you on here if you could share a little bit about Nitro Circus and what it's about
1: yeah, so Nitro Circus is uh, an action sports. It started as a TV show. actually started as DVDs of just Travis Pastrana and his friends goofing off, having fun, and really pushing the limits of action sports. And to be honest, I think just really showing what it means to live life you know they have no idea what's going to happen but they know that they're going into it all in completely committed to what it is they're trying to do and achieve something great out of it and just have a great time while doing it you know which is totally counterculture honestly to the action sports world where for a long time it's always been cutthroat you know you're in the lineup surfing and you're trying to get that wave instead of the other guy you're at the skate park and you want to be the best one there so you're snaking that guy you know and so this was all about you have a crazy idea you want to do something no one else has wanted to do by all means, go at it, have fun and just freaking send it, you know, so it was a beautiful thing. And actually, it came at a perfect time in my life, because I was trying to figure out was I going to go on that competitive route? Was I going to do this? And, you know, if I'm honest with myself, I wasn't quite ready to compete at the professional level. But this was an opportunity because I had a unique style, I had different tricks, I was doing different things that I could continue to develop what I needed to to be competitive later. But in that time, my tricks were awesome for shows, you know, things like the tomahawk, backflip, finger, flip things that no one else is doing that um, just really for a show really stand out really pop out and just bring a whole new light to it and so it was a really great time for me to just kind of develop that thing and uh, it, it was just such a blessing to be a part of because I'll never forget my very first show I did I was nervous as all get out you know I had really not skated mega ramps too much up until that time and The very first show, the guy that drops in, goes for a Superman seat grab on his bike, completely misses it, and just like bails and like slams. And the crowd goes wild. And then I'm next on deck to drop in. And in that moment, I was like, I don't have to land it, and they're still going to love it. This is the (laughs) best ever. So the pressure was completely off, because, and and that kind of translated into my skating in contest, you know, because people are always like, this dude's so stoked he didn't even make his run. And it's because... My joy isn't rooted in if I make my run or I land on my face. I can still be content just knowing that I'm there, that I was once a kid with a huge dream to be here, and now I'm here. That in itself is the miracle for me. And if anything else, I just want to embrace that moment for all it has. And so I don't want to put it in a circumstantial-based happiness of, if I land my run and win the contest, then I'll be stoked. No, I want to be stoked anyway just by being there, by looking to my left, looking to my right. I played that guy in a video game as a kid. Now I'm competing with him. I'm hanging out. eating lunch with them, you know, so that's, it just gives me a whole other perspective to just really let the pressure be off. And when you're free, you're as powerful as you want to be. So there's no, you know, pressure from a level or a certain task that I have to achieve. It's only as bad as I want it or what exactly I want. So just for that being, being rooted in that really made it like Nitro kind of made me aware of that. And it's just been fun. You know, we've traveled all over the world. We've done hundreds of shows and uh, filmed some crazy projects. Action Figures 2 was the last one. And it was just amazing to be a part of. I was injured for part of it with that knee thing. But still did some of the best skateboarding I've ever done. And was so blessed and honored to have it in that film as well.
0: Yeah. So have you like ever thought like before you were a pro skater, did you ever think that you would be a part of Nitro Circus? Like no to extreme? be,
1: yeah, because uh, to be honest, skateboarding wasn't even a part of Nitro circus really, it was more of the freestyle motocross and b m x yeah. and things like that, and so I didn't even know that was going to be an option, and then when I met Travis, and just being the rad dude he is, he wanted to bring me on board and kind of, you know, mentor me, shelter me, and give me a give me an outlet to really flourish in, and so that was something beautiful, you know, the guy he is on TV, he's that same dude in real life, which I think is powerful, because it's just a testament to who he is as a person, and the character that he attains in himself, and, uh, you know, he loves people, he loves seeing people push beyond their comfort zone you know he's a guy that leads by example you know he's willing to push himself at the cost and the risk of the injuries he's had and then be able to put himself in that position to help others flourish as well which is just really really honorable and admirable and uh, so I was blessed to be a part of that you know I had no idea and it's been such a joy and such a passion and just it's a great community a great family and uh, yeah I mean I still feel it's just the beginning. That's awesome
0: yeah because What I love about Nitro Circus is it's like X Games on steroids. I love it because it's like not just like motocross, BMX, skateboarding. Like You guys bring out like wheelchairs, grocery carts. I love it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Anything with wheels should be able to fly. So that's kind of the mentality they take to it. It's fun.
0: Yeah, and how you were saying how the crowd like loves the wrecks, like that's like I'm like one of those guys in crowds. I love seeing – like like, I probably like shouldn't say it to one of the athletes like on there but like it's definitely pretty crazy especially when I I saw you do like the behind the head with skateboard oh my god like seeing that like big air going oh yeah it's crazy what you guys are doing
1: it's exciting man that's the beautiful thing about those big ramps you know there's really still that's what I've always loved about skateboarding you know there's There's really no limit on it. You know, there's no right or wrong way to do it, but also it's like you can literally take it to whatever level you want. There's so many tricks or combos or different things that haven't been done. And that's what I love about skateboarding. It's one of those things that, like, even the same with life, right? I don't think you ever master it, you know? there's always going to be a new trick. If I master everything in bird skateboarding, man, there's still street skating to go handle. You know, there's still pool skating to go handle. There's still mega ramp to go handle. There's like yeah. so much of it. And it's kind of like life, right? We can't ever master life. Only one person ever did. And so it just kind of takes the pressure off it, but you just have joy because you're able to grow each and every day in some way.
0: Yeah, that's great. So like, do you guys like your tricks, do you like just plan like your tricks, like way before, or do you like, just say like, hey, let's do it, because what you guys do it? This seems like you're just like freestyling it. Yeah, it just
1: depends, you know, the, I mean, we do a lot of training in foam pits and airbags and things like that, and then, um, you know, there's times that like, spur of the moment, that's the beauty of a show rather than a contest. It's like, there comes a part of the show that it's like it's not scripted. That's what makes it different than any show that's out, you know, like Circus Soleil or anything like that. It's like it's all choreographed. It's the same exact show every time. But every night it's something new because it's like we have a show format but we don't have a, like really, we have a trick list, but that's subject to change. You know, that's one of the beautiful things about it. So if a guy's feeling it, he might send something. And every show, you might see something that's never been done before. And that's what keeps it fresh. That's what keeps it exciting. And, you know, action sports aren't as consistent as other things. So it's like some nights we're going to make it, some nights we're going to not. And, uh, you know, that's what keeps you on your toes. That's what makes it different than anything else.
0: Yeah. That's, so like one of the questions I've always like wanted to like ask, like, do you have like superstitions, like rituals, like right before pre-game, Like right before you go out?
1: Usually say say a prayer, you know, just thank God for the opportunity. Just pray that we could bring out the best of ourselves to give him glory and just put on a heck of a show and just get to do what we love, you know, just being grateful for what we have, you know, that I guess if anything, that's a pre-show ritual, you know, it's just not uh, something I try and do every day anyway, is just spend that time in prayer, you know, and practice that. And so That'd be, like, the only thing, kind of, we do. And then, I mean, as a group, collectively, we always do a little huddle up, like, kind of motivational speech, and then say, put our hands in the middle, say something, and rip it up, so. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Man. So, I, when I messaged you the other day about, like, the topics we were talking about, one of them was, like, the broken bones. Talk about, mm-hmm. that's one of the things, like, how many, like, bones you broken? Because, like, I'm expecting, like, it's quite a few,
1: probably gotten banged up. Um really haven't had too many broken bones i might have broke my ankle last year i'm still not sure it's still not 100 percent. but um that was the day before a show just folded it and uh we had to do a show so i duct taped it but that was a good injury it broke my foot actually playing basketball as a kid tore my knee that one happened skating broke this wrist a couple times i got metal in my arm um those were from Gosh. skating other than that that's pretty much it to be honest i've been thankful that i really haven't had many head injuries either so um Yeah, I mean, my body's feeling good, though, but it's something that I – I truly like take that the body as a temple to heart and really want to cherish myself. So I'm conscious about what I'm putting in, how I'm honoring it. You know, what am I doing to yeah. strengthen? What am I doing to make sure I'm flexible I'm mobile and uh, able to operate at a hundred percent, you know? So I think it's just, again, one of those things, if you're faithful with little, you'll be faithful with much. And our body actually isn't anything little, but a lot of us treat it that way. So I try and yeah. be faithful with what I've been given and uh, that way I can eat the most of it. You know, I mean, I look at guys like, Laird Hamilton, who's surfing the biggest waves ever in his 50s and says he feels better than he's ever felt. It's because he takes care of himself. He honors himself. You know, guys like Tom Brady who are still playing football and just crushing it at such a higher age. What are they doing? You know, they're honoring their temple. And, you know, same with Tony Hawk, you know, he's been skating. He hasn't like stopped skating or slowed down at all. And he's still able to just I just watched a video of him do a crazy trick and, you know, he's in his 50s. So I look at guys like that and I'm just inspired. And so I'm like, all right, if I start doing this now, I'm going to be able to have a lifetime of enjoyment. You know, that's one of the questions we always get asked. How long do you think you'll be able to skate? And skating's such a young sport. You know, Tony Hawk was really at the peak and he's still pushing it in his 50s. So we really don't know. And ultimately, you know, I love that saying, right until the wheels fall off. So till I can't stand, I'm going to be skating. So that's, that's kind of the mentality I approach with it.
0: That's good man so I don't want to hold you up too long but I just wanted to just wrap it up now okay keep going man yeah so, and also bring it up like so you guys are coming back touring into end of this year right
1: yeah 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 everything's yeah. for September so once the world decides it's time to party again and uh, we get to you know get back to whatever yeah. normal is even though there's not ever been a normal. Um, we're going to be out there and uh, giving it a go. I think it's going to be more beautiful too because it's like one of those things that like sometimes you never know what you have till it's gone. And so it's been taken from us. A couple of tours have been taken from us. And uh, so when we come back, we're all going to have a new new fire on the inside of us. Yeah, I bet.
0: And definitely, once, I'll keep an eye out. If you guys come up in New York, I'll definitely come in. Yeah, check it out. And-
1: introcircus.com, uh, all the show, show stops are out there, I'm not sure if we're coming up mm-hmm. near that way, but we might be, so um, I need I need to look at the schedule, to be honest, but like I said, I'm in a season right now, I'm just taking it as it comes, each day at a time, and yeah. kind of like that, I normally don't look at the show schedule, unless I know people that are in there, but like, just like, oh, guess I'm going to Texas today, or you know, like going to Australia tomorrow, whatever it looks like, so, kind of keeps it more fun and more vibrant that way.
0: Yeah, that's good, man. All right. So great to have you, man. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule
1: to join us. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate what you're doing and hope this encourages everyone listening. So God bless.